Hello everyone. Today, we're going to be exploring Seneca's Stoic psychology and how we can use his teachings to manage our emotions and thoughts. But first, let me introduce you to Seneca. Seneca was a Roman philosopher and statesman who lived in the first century AD. He was one of the most influential Stoic philosophers, and his ideas continue to be studied and applied today. Seneca believed that philosophy should be practical, and that it should help us live better lives. He saw Stoicism as a way of life, and believed that its teachings could help us find tranquility and inner peace, even in the midst of adversity. In this episode, we're going to be focusing specifically on Seneca's views on the workings of the mind, and how we can use Stoic techniques to manage our emotions and thoughts. By the end of this episode, you'll have a better understanding of how Seneca saw the mind, and some practical tools for cultivating greater emotional resilience and mental clarity. So, let's dive in and explore Seneca's Stoic psychology together. When it comes to understanding how the mind works, Seneca's philosophy offers a unique perspective that continues to be relevant today. For Seneca, the mind was the seat of reason and the source of our actions and emotions. He believed that our thoughts and beliefs determine our feelings and behaviors, and that it is possible to train the mind to think and act in accordance with reason. One of the key concepts in Seneca's psychology is the idea that the mind has different faculties or parts, each with its own role to play in the functioning of the whole. At the highest level, there is the rational faculty, which is responsible for our ability to reason, deliberate, and make decisions based on sound judgment. At the lower level, there is the irrational faculty, which includes our emotions, desires, and instincts. Seneca believed that the rational and irrational faculties of the mind were in constant tension with one another. On the one hand, reason is the faculty that enables us to live a virtuous and fulfilling life. On the other hand, our emotions and desires can often lead us astray, causing us to act in ways that are contrary to reason. According to Seneca, the key to living a good life is to cultivate the rational faculty of the mind and to use it to regulate and control our emotions and desires. This involves developing the ability to recognize and challenge irrational thoughts and beliefs, and to replace them with more rational and constructive ones. One way that Seneca recommended achieving this goal was through the practice of self-examination or introspection. By reflecting on our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, we can become more aware of our mental states and identify areas where we may be prone to irrational thinking or behavior. Through this process of self-reflection, we can learn to recognize our emotions and desires as they arise and take steps to regulate them in accordance with reason. In his writings, Seneca offers numerous examples of how the rational and irrational faculties of the mind can come into conflict, and how we can use reason to overcome irrational impulses. For example, he tells the story of a man who is struggling with his fear of death. By using reason to examine his beliefs about death, the man is able to overcome his fear and find peace. Seneca's view of the mind and its different faculties provides a framework for understanding how we can use reason to manage our emotions and thoughts. By cultivating the rational faculty of the mind and practicing self-examination, we can learn to regulate our emotions and desires in accordance with reason, and live a more virtuous and fulfilling life. Now that we have explored Seneca's views on the mind, let's turn our attention to Stoic techniques for managing emotions. One of the key concepts in Stoicism is the idea of apathia, which refers to a state of tranquility and freedom from negative emotions. Seneca believed that we can achieve apathia through rational reflection, 
self-awareness, and acceptance of the inevitability of change and adversity. So, how can we put these ideas into practice? Let's start by discussing some specific stoic techniques for managing emotions. First, there is negative visualization, which involves imagining the worst-case scenario in a given situation. This may seem counterintuitive, but the idea is to prepare yourself mentally for adversity so that you are not caught off guard when it does happen. For example, if you have an important presentation at work, you might imagine that the projector breaks down or that you forget your notes. By mentally preparing for these possibilities, you are less likely to be overwhelmed by negative emotions if they do occur. Another technique is premeditation of future evils, which involves imagining the worst that could happen in a given situation and mentally preparing yourself to deal with it. For example, if you are worried about losing your job, you might imagine what steps you would take to find a new one and how you would manage financially in the meantime. By thinking through these possibilities in advance, you can reduce your anxiety and feel more in control of the situation. A third technique is turning adversity into opportunity. This involves reframing negative events as opportunities for growth and learning. For example, if you fail an exam, you might view it as a chance to identify areas where you need to improve and develop a better study plan for the future. By adopting this mindset, you can turn setbacks into opportunities for personal development and growth. So, how can we apply these techniques in real-life situations? Let's take the example of a job interview. If you are nervous about the interview, you might use negative visualization to imagine the worst-case scenario, such as arriving late or forgetting your resume. By mentally preparing for these possibilities, you are less likely to be overwhelmed by negative emotions if they do occur. You might also use premeditation of future evils to imagine how you would handle rejection or not getting the job. Finally, if you do experience setbacks during the interview, you can use the technique of turning adversity into opportunity by viewing them as chances to learn and improve your interview skills. In summary, stoic techniques for managing emotions involve rational reflection, self-awareness, and acceptance of the inevitability of change and adversity. By practicing techniques such as negative visualization, premeditation of future evils, and turning adversity into opportunity, we can develop a greater sense of control over our emotions and live more fulfilling lives. As we've seen, Stoic philosophy teaches us to manage our emotions by cultivating reason and self-awareness. But the Stoics also believe that our thoughts and beliefs play a crucial role in shaping our emotional reactions and our actions. In this section, we'll explore some of the Stoic techniques for managing our thoughts and beliefs. One key concept here is the idea of the cognitive schema, the mental framework through which we interpret and evaluate our experiences. The Stoics believe that our cognitive schemas can be distorted or flawed, leading us to form incorrect beliefs or judgments that cause us distress. By examining and challenging these cognitive schemas, we can gain greater clarity and perspective on our experiences, and avoid being swept away by negative emotions. One Stoic technique for managing thoughts is called cognitive distancing, or disputation. This involves examining our beliefs and attitudes, and using reason to challenge any negative or irrational thoughts. For example, if we find ourselves ruminating on a past failure or mistake, we can try to step back and ask ourselves, What evidence do I have that this thought is true? Is there another way to interpret this situation? What would I say to a friend who was in this situation? Another technique is mindfulness, which involves cultivating a non-judgmental awareness of our thoughts and feelings in the present moment. 
by learning to observe our thoughts without getting caught up in them, we can develop a greater sense of detachment and equanimity. We can also learn to focus our attention on the present moment, rather than getting caught up in worries or regrets about the past or future. A third technique is the use of reason and logic to challenge negative thoughts. Seneca, for example, advocated the practice of converting impressions, that is, taking a negative thought or impression and reframing it in a more positive or constructive way. For example, if we find ourselves thinking, I can't do this, it's too hard. We can try to reframe the thought as, This is challenging, but I can break it down into smaller steps and make progress. Finally, the Stoics also taught the practice of acceptance, recognizing that some things are beyond our control and learning to let go of our attachment to them. By accepting the impermanence and uncertainty of life, we can avoid being dragged down by frustration, regret, or anxiety. As Seneca wrote, We are not given control over things outside ourselves, and should not let them have control over us. So, these are just a few of the many stoic techniques for managing our thoughts and beliefs. By learning to cultivate reason, self-awareness, and detachment, we can develop greater resilience and equanimity in the face of life's challenges. In conclusion, we've explored Seneca's Stoic psychology and learned how we can use Stoic techniques to manage our emotions and thoughts. By practicing self-awareness, rational reflection, and acceptance of the inevitability of change and adversity, we can work towards achieving a state of tranquility and freedom from negative emotions, known as apathia. We've also discussed how our thoughts and beliefs can influence our emotions and actions, and how we can use Stoic techniques such as examining our beliefs and attitudes, practicing mindfulness, and using reason to challenge negative thoughts to manage our thoughts effectively. By applying these techniques in real-life situations, we can cultivate resilience, improve our relationships, and lead a more fulfilling life. I encourage you to explore Stoic philosophy further and to apply its teachings to your own life. Check out other episodes related to Stoicism on our channel and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to stay updated with our latest content. Let's spread the wisdom of Stoicism and help others live a more meaningful life. Thank you for watching.